to episode 68 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john and this is part two of our core set 2019 set review um if you haven't listened to the first part i'd recommend you go back and listen to that first because we kind of pick up mid-conversation literally literally well probably not literally but depends, <laughs> right on, the depends on fletcher's editing <laughs> sure all right enjoy all right, John, bomb or bust card? So, will either be absolutely amazing or unplayable, but we have no idea. All right. All right, so I'm going to take this one first. Deal. Okay. okay. I'm not even sure if this is a bomb or bust card, but I think it kind of is. So, I picked Dark Dweller Oracle. Uh, one in a red for a 2-2 creature Goblin Shaman. You can pay one colorless mana, sacrifice a creature, exile the top card of your library. You may play that card this turn. Like, this card reads really good. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it plays really good. <laughs> like, like, I feel like this like, this card could either just be forgotten to time, or this could be the card that pushes, like, goblins into a modern deck. I don't know if I'd go that far, but this could push goblins it, into... I'm, there's a yeah, little this could push there. goblins into a deck. Which yeah. Which is really interesting. Like... Like, yeah, I, I, it's just one of those things you look at, it, you know, it's it, it's just right at that point where it kind of, it, you think it will work, but maybe not. I don't know. Like, I can't, like, this this card just isn't good enough for Legacy, right? Like, I don't think you would play it in no. the deck. You just have better card yes, advantage. Yes, there, there are just strictly better cards that you can play in that deck. Yeah. I mean, you're, pl you're playing Goblin Lackey and Goblin Matron and, you know, like... Goblin Matron's basically, like, draw for Yeah, like, so. if you want to play a card that gives you just a two-mana bear that gives you card advantage, you just play Grenzo Dungeon Warden, which just puts the yeah. Goblin into play already, right? There's no extra casting mm -hmm. necessary. Like, yep. but this card is just, like you said, I'm just not sure about it, because, like, it's a sack outlet, which is nice. It's mm -hmm. a card filtering outlet yeah like it allows you to play lands which is relevant mm -hmm. it can sacrifice itself which is actually like surprising because they don't do that a lot yeah and it is until end of turn so like you can you know like attack into your opponents they cast a removal spell and you can sack some you can sack the card they kill and hopefully play something after yeah. the fact like there's a lot of play to this card, and I like just like you. I'm not sure if it's good <sighs> enough, but it's close. It's, it's it's one of those cards. that's like I think I think when it was first spoiled, I just like I think I sent it to the chat, and I'm like I'm like, is this it? Like did like did we make it? I'm not sure. Like yeah, and I, I don't, don't either. It's really interesting to think about, but yeah, but well, we will have to see. Yeah, like there's just so much to this card that like i'm not sure what mm -hmm. the format's gonna be like like this might be one of those like very format dependent cards yeah it's like could this be. is not your typical like you know mono red goblin style card right like this does not beat your opponent to death quickly this is a grind no this is for this is like yeah. a grinder which is very close to how goblins plays in legacy yeah so. exactly like yeah, it's 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 shit's interesting, man. It's an interesting, All right. interesting card. What do you got? Mine. I like how you chose the goblin, and I choose the mono white card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is Resplendent Angel. One white, white for a three-three flying angel at mythic. At the beginning of each end step, if you gained five or more life this turn, create a 4-4 white angel creature token with flying and vigilance. You can pay three white, white, white until end of turn. Resplendent angel gets plus two, plus two, and gains lifelink. 
Hmm. I when I first read this card, I was like, "Holy shit, this is broken." And then I remembered really? we live in a format that's full of a braid and lightning strikes. Yeah. And my opinion changed. And now I think it might be good, but I'm not sure. Um, this angel plays exceptionally well with the other angels that are already seeing a lot of play in standard. Being yeah. Shalai and Lyra. Like, basically, this, like, if you ever attack with a Lyra and then cast this, you ca spent three mana and got uh, nine power worth of flying lifelink. Because huh. of Lyra's whole anthem and lifelink yep. thing, which is just insane. Like, the fact she feeds herself and just gives you Sarah Angels for effectively free is insane. Like, there might honestly be an Angel deck in Standard. I'm hmm. not sure. We'll see. But there might be an actual Angel deck in Standard. Just off of the back of this card, Shalai, and Lyra. Yeah. Which is kind of insane and cool at the same time. Like, there's a lot of pushed tribal stuff in these last few sets. Yeah, even, like, the not tribal yeah. sets. <laughs> which I'm a big fan of. Like, and they're all, like, they're all throwbacks to the old tribes of magic, right? Like, goblins and elves and dragons and angels. Like, none of these newfangled... I mean, those are the resonant tribes, exactly. though. Exactly. So. And, like, this throwback to those ones, and I'm like, this is kind of sweet. I'm a fan of this. And like this responded angel, I'm looking at him like, I don't know if you're good enough because you're a 3-3 three, three for 3, which does not match up well against the format. But if you are... You're going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, sorry, I just saw a card. Alright. I gotta ask about it. It's not it. the wannabe Stormcrow, is it? It should be, but no. So, Sun Cleanser. Yes, I am. This card is a pipe dream. I isn't tried it? thinking of a section to put this card in, but I couldn't think of one. And I'm just mm -hmm. so unsure about it. There's a lot of words on this card. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot. Be basic, basically, it's a sun cleanser. Is one in a white for a creature or for a human cleric, one four at rare. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you can either remove all the counters from a all counters from a creature, and it can't get creature counters as long as Sun Cleanser's there, or you can do the same for an opponent. Yes. Unf Thankfully, does not stop you from getting poison counters, because go to hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I am. I don't know what this card is for. Like, it can't kill planeswalkers, which I get it, but it's kind of sad. It, it's a hoser for energy, but energy's rotating soon, and energy isn't even a deck anymore. Like the closest thing is constrictor, but like, what are you hitting off of constrictor? Are you gonna make it so they're like they themselves can't get energy? You're literally only turning off their glint sleep siphoner. Are you gonna make? I mean, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be like a one four that ETBs destroys target walking ballista? I'm. I mean, that doesn't work no, well either. they just dug you in the face with it. Like, the card's yeah. not bad, but it's so weird. Like, I'm expecting mm -hmm. people to sideboard this in against me, and then I'm just going to punish the shit out of them with it. It's like, sure, you played a 1-4, beat you to death with my 5-5s. Five yeah. I mean, it does, okay. to be fair, it does block. If it takes the counters off stuff, it blocks basically everything in Constrictor. It's the yeah. biggest thing is a four-four trample. But so here's the thing: they play it, they take they take the counters off your whatever the yeah. hell, and then just you put counters on something else because you have shit that puts counters yeah, on things. Like keep going, and it's like all right, it good doesn't. Job. This is yeah. fun. I mean, that one creature is locked out. Cool, I guess. Like yeah, you busted my balls against my with my one glint sieve siphoner. Now can't get and gear held tokens yeah. take 10 from it you know like <laughs> but 
All right. Okay. We got to get to the to the real meat of this now. Oh boy. Horse travel. Oh yeah. Okay, John. Best reprint. I'm gonna start this one All off. Right. Because I just want to get out of the way that we have a card that got introduced to modern. How exciting is it? Is it super time. super powerful and broken? Uh it lets you take extra turns. That's, that is quite powerful. That can be. That could yeah, be broken. Super good. It could be. So it was. It was originally printed in Mercadian masks. If that tells you anything. But there was <laughs> so, one good card printed in Mercadian masks. Yeah. So, Yes, there was, um, but so this is actually my um uh, my runner up. But uh, magistrate scepter three three mana artifact at rare. You can pay four mana, tap it to put a charge counter on it, and then you can tap it and remove three charge counters to take an extra turn after this one. Like it just makes me laugh that I love old cards coming in that haven't had a reprint before, and this has not had a reprint before. You want to know what I'm super excited for? What like. Should I have two of my opponents playing this in the at the pre-release? Because someone's going to. Because this this yeah. legit does look like a like a grindy format. Like this doesn't look fast at all. Uh, and someone's gonna be like, "I'm gonna play this. And I'm gonna take all the extra turns." And I'm just gonna be like, "All right, you spend right. 15 mana and took an extra turn. I think you deserve it." Yep, you can have your extra turn. Congratulations, you took your extra turn. Attack your <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how All it's right. going to go, but you never know. Right. <laughs> so, best reprint, though. And I mentioned this early early on. Um, originally printed in M13. The Big Bad Daddy. I love this card. Omniscience. This card's obnoxious. You oh, I love this card. Love it, mainly because you always tune um, for it, and I hate you. I uh, I love this card. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, like, watching the hope drain out of people's faces when you're like, unexpected results, hit omniscience, play all the Eldrazi <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> but Fletcher, what does omniscience do? Oh, everything. <laughs> so, omniscience is um, uh, seven blue, blue, blue for an enchantment at Mythic. You may cast spells from your hand without paying their mana costs. Can I point out? I love the fact that it says "from your hand." Like, yeah, that's that's so relevant. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh it yeah, actually makes the card more like it. This is not a fair card. No, no, this is a card that you like. Here's the deal, though: you're casting a ten minute. Exactly, spell. you should be winning the like, game with it. Yeah, you should be winning the game. And, like, there's very few times when you're, like, omniscience. Oh, I lost yeah, the game. Like, like, I do like... But, like, the fact that it says cast from your hand yeah. is actually very relevant and does make this card more fair than it could be. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. So, at the Battle Bond uh, event or release events, like, we were in between games we were playing one-on-one -on -one EDH, and I was playing my Storm deck, and I run this card. Yeah. And I played this card, and I'm like... I have like no cards in hand and I can't draw anything. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, I had to like, I had to like finagle my way using my mana rocks to like activate abilities and things, until, until I hit a temporal fissure and then just went the the f yeah, off. For you, <laughs> bounce on my mana rocks. Play them it again. It was still surprisingly relevant, and I like that. Like you, the, yeah, because you had, uh, um. Future Sight in play. That's why it was so relevant. You yeah. couldn't. I had Future Sight, and I couldn't play cards off Future yeah, Sight. Yeah, you couldn't cast the cards off the top of your library. I'm like, thank God, he's not just winning the game, and then you won the game. But yeah, well, I had I had a top, yeah. and it's a top Future Sight and Omniscience. So like, basically, I'd just be like tap top, or like you know draw with top, put it back on to, on on top of my library, cast the card I want, play top off the top of my library, and just. <laughs> do dumb shit like that then it increases my storm count too so that i can bounce everything in the world. i remember well, there were the guys who were the kids who were sitting next to us they're like they're like they like looking at me and like why are you even still playing it so i'm like he could brick <laughs> like i'm playing I I i'm playing to my outs he could brick. oh dude if i didn't hit that temporal finisher i literally could yeah <laughs> oh my but. god that was good times <laughs> 
yeah this i i i'm really happy there's another reprint of it hopefully it'll bring the cost down a little bit but like this card this card is sweet i don't know it's i i remember when this card came out and it was like just like junk bulk yep <laughs> and i'm like i want omniscience this is so great and then it became a card in yeah and then everyone was like man that. if you like put this into play for free it's really powerful and then they looked at you know the the fabulous fair card show and tell and they're like hmm. hey now i had the same idea as them kind of yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah one of these is noticeably better than the other though yeah unexpected results is sweet. <laughs> um but so that that's my favorite reprint all right john what do you got for reprints? So nothing like blatantly stuck out to me as like, oh my god, I'm so happy this card was printed. But mm-hmm. there were cards that I'm just glad got printed. So I thought they were yep. worth talking about. Yep. Uh, one of them is Death Baron, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna stop playing with tape measure in my hand like a three year old. <laughs> Uh, Death Baron. Yep. Okay. I was I was gonna do it from memory, but I wasn't sure. It is one black black for a two two zombie wizard, wizard tribal. Two re- two relevant yes. tribe types. Skeletons you control and other zombies you control get plus one plus one and have death touch. At one point, this card was pushing thirty dollars. I'm pretty sure. Like I had one in my binder and traded it away at like seventeen or twenty or something stupid like that. Jeez. This card needed a reprint because it's one of the yeah. cheap zombie lords, and every zombie deck ever wants it. I don't personally have a zombie deck. I don't care, but it's good to get this card out there because people want it. This, this is a kitchen table card too. Yeah, like, like people people at kitchen tables want to play. Yeah, this, this card. is a kitchen table card. This is a commander card. Like. This card needed yep. to be reprinted. I'm glad it got reprinted finally. Like yep. there just needs yep. to be more of this card. Yep. Uh, another card that I th- thought was worth talking about was Crucible of Worlds. This was I don't know what it currently is a sixty dollar card. That's a ridiculously high price for a Magic card. Yeah. So, just for those, so Crucible of Worlds is a three mana artifact at Mythic that you may play land land cards from your graveyard. Yeah. Also, a, a um, uh, one of the you make the card cards, I believe. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Crucible. I don't remember which Crucible one. is. It's not played as much as you would think for its price tag, but it doesn't have many printings. It literally has two, like. Yeah. Original Mirrodin block, I don't remember which one, and it was printed in 10th edition? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> kind of weird, just 10th edition of all things. I mean, that's where they put weird stuff like this sometimes. Yeah. Kind of. But it it's more expensive than it has any right to be for how much play it sees. It's super popular for some weird-ass reason. Like, I remember when <laughs> I was reading, a, when I first saw this card being printed, I was reading someone's comments about it, and there's so many people who was like, oh, this is so good, like, I've needed this card, they need to, like, and they were complaining because they printed this card at Mythic instead of, like, Rare, because, you know, Mythic doesn't uh-huh. affect the price enough, and yada, yada, yada. I'm thinking, no person needs a Crucible of Worlds. Literally no one. Yeah. Crucible of Worlds is played in Prison Decks, or Jank uh, or janky <laughs> combo decks. Yeah. Both of which I mean there's nothing better there's nothing better than Crucible of Worlds Explore Strip or Exploration Strip Mine. Yeah. Like <laughs> like <laughs> kill all your lands. No one <laughs> needs a Crucible of Worlds. And if you think you do, you're wrong. I need a Crucible of Worlds. Like not to mention Ramanop Excavator exists, which is a two three creature in green that has its effect. Like Yep. But Crucible Worlds probably should have been reprinted, and I'm fine with it being reprinted. I'll now finish my playset of them. Yada, yada, yada. It's a cool the card's card. cool. I, yep. I really like it as a magic card, but people basically want it Overvalue for the wrong reasons. It, yeah. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that, so. All right. And then what that all, What uh, I oh, think there. is the best reprints, hands down, is Scape Shift. Now, this is a complicated magic card. <laughs> Colorless. Or, sorry, it, is it actually a complicated magic card, or is its use complicated? Its use is complicated, and new players don't understand it. Okay, fair enough. It is two colorless green green for a sorcery. Sacrifice any <laughs> number of lands. Search your library for up to that many land cards, put them onto the battlefield tapped, and then shuffle your library. This was another $50 card that will now hopefully go down in price. Has not been seen since Morning Tide? I mean, it was Lorwyn Block. Yeah, like... I think. I don't think it's ever... Yeah, it was in Morning Tide. This has never been reprinted. Oh, you're right. I thought it had. No, and I am a big fan of this card being reprinted because it's part of a popular modern deck, and I like oh, yeah. playable cards being reprinted. And it's just cool. I'm. I will say I'm not sure which art I think is better, the new art or the old art. This one, easy. I, I really love the fish, and I don't know why. <laughs> I love just the random fish swimming in a forest of the original Scapeshift. We've determined you love fish, okay. <laughs> we have. Fish are cool. This one has pirate ships, which are also cool, so I'm not sure which, <laughs> which one I should value higher. But seriously, uh, there's fish swimming yep. through the sequoias. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's a modern card. It's going to be cheaper. It's a modern happy. card. It's going to be cheaper. Go. I'm happy. There's a couple of really random things that like can combo with this in a weird way in standard. I don't think they're good enough, but it's interesting to think about. If you like thinking about really weird shit, which who doesn't? Let's be honest. Yeah. So. Oh, also, okay. it's to that mythic instead of rare, but rares didn't exist back then, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I think it does. I think you print this card at Mythic. So. All right. Okay. So we added a couple things. We're going to th throw a little shade here, kind of. All right. So what card do you think was the biggest miss? All right. my This is going to be weird. We have the same card at, for, one of, for one of them here, so... Yeah. I'll let you start. All right, out. I'm gonna. I'll start with. So, dagger back basilisk. This is just the most innocuous card in the world. I'm sorry. It is. Dagger okay. back basilisk is a two-two for two colorless and a green creature type basilisk with death touch. It's like you read the card. You're like, why? Why is this card a miss? It doesn't make sense. I I I hate a lot of things. I don't hate Death Touch. I'm fan, I'm I'm actually relatively fine with Death Touch. This card is a miss because of its flavor text. Its flavor text says its ventricles weep venom and it consumes only poison. That is shit flavor text. Utterly garbage. <laughs> You know why it's uh, like they they could have just done better, right? You know why it's utterly garbage? Because I own a foil of this card in one of my collection binders because I love its original flavor text, even though its original flavor text is not that great. It just makes me smile and occasionally giggle. I gotta remember. I think you mentioned this card I before. I have. I love this card's flavor text, and they changed it, and I don't like it. This card's original flavor text is by Samilla, Murasa Expeditionary House. Petrifying gaze, deadly fangs, knife-like dorsal spines, venomous saliva. Am I missing anything? Toxic bones? Seriously? Like, <laughs> I just, I don't know why. I love the humor of this card. I love the humor of this flavor text. And they changed it, and it's terrible now. 
There's nothing. Uh, there's nothing appealing about this new flavor text. Screw this card. <laughs> I demand a redo. <laughs> like, uh, okay. I had. I'm gonna get. Oh, I sorry. had to mention this because got. All right. So since you went that way, I'm gonna get my my one of my choices all the way too because it's completely on the flavor end. <laughs> so my biggest miss is one of my favorite cards and it's murder and i so for one they use the new art which is just strictly worse than the the m13 art and they put flavor text on it and i just i don't know i just don't like it i did not like the the like reprint of the one in uh the shadows of renistrad yes yeah, and I am I, I am sad they took such a beautiful, elegant card and dirtied it. <laughs> they they sullied it. I've always been really on the fence about this murder because, like, I agree the original art's better, yes. but this art is much more closely showing an actual murder and a really yeah. violent one at that. Yeah. And I like that in a weird way cuz it like the art matches the name so well. But everything about the original murder is just so good. It's so perfect. Like... It is it is the perfect card. Like one of the things so because I've been sorting through piles and piles of cards, um one of the things that really upset me, um I got to double check now. Make sure I'm not just making shit up like I normally do. Uh, is I believe in uh, A25 they reprinted Murder and they put flavor text on it. Ah, uh, yeah. And I do not like that. Yeah, they did. Like, the flavor text isn't horrible, but like, all I wanted was a plain destroy target creature and that and the, the set symbol behind it. Like, the M13 symbol. Yeah, especially like, since this was a throwback to M13. Yeah. Why does it have flavor text? I don't know. I this this is just such a whiff for me. I think they released the like promo version of it, and I instantly said, "I'm like, I'm out on this." Like, and I like murder is one of my favorite cards ever printed. Yeah, I've I've never talked about murder before on the podcast. <laughs> Pretty sure you might have. <laughs> oh, it's like just, about it. Also, times. sounds really awkward the way we're talking about it. Like, man, I love murder. Yes, it is. Okay. God I will damn, say, I also, great. I think that the flavor text is too, I don't think heavy-handed is the right descriptor. It is. Uh, I'll all use right. that descriptor, yeah, like, it's heavy-handed. It's just too, like, there. It's like, alright, I guess that's that's a thing. Yeah, I don't it's know. Kind of, but... Yeah, I don't like the flavor text. I don't like the flavor, I think the flavor text of the one in Masters 25 was fine. It's better I'm, it's still not there i don't know no, like, what you would use for flavor text yeah though. like i don't i don't think murder should have flavor text but i do it's like light like lightning bolt shouldn't have flavor text yeah i can agree with that like it's just one of those things that's like it doesn't need it like like a lot of cards like need flavor text or it or it actually enhances them yeah like there's certain cards that like, it just doesn't it's just not needed. It's the, the card is so elegant that you don't need to explain. You don't need to explain the craft, if that makes yeah. sense to some degree. Like, you know, you you look at lightning bolt and it's like it deals three damage to anything. Oh, okay. Like this card is is elegant and and beautiful. And murder does the exact same thing. Like it, you look at it and you're like, oh, this makes perfect sense. Everything about it makes perfect yeah. sense. It falls into place. Okay. And they give it so. It just pulls away from yeah. it. I don't know why. I, I agree does. with you completely. It just kind of ruins the aesthetic, and it's really weird. Yeah. Okay. Let's get on to our um uh, the one we both kind of picked for uh the biggest miss. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you take this one away? Because I said it too, but I'm gonna let you just serve this. All one right. Up. So the biggest miss of this set, straight up, one hundred percent, honest to God. Yeah. Amulet of Safekeeping. Two colorless artifacts. 
When you become the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, counter that spell or ability unless the controller pays one. Creature tokens get negative one, negative zero. Like... Done. This is a hate oh. card to end all hate cards. Like, this kicks the shit out of Storm, except it doesn't, because Storm always has answers to permanent-based interaction. They will always yeah. board in their echoing truth without fail. They're not idiots. Yeah. Well, theoretically. Theoretically. This card is very, very... Like, it's very... It feels very heavy-handed. Yes. Like, just like... You know, other things we talk about. Like, it's very heavy handed. It's very clearly here for a reason. And I don't think it's a good enough reason. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. We're, I'm going to touch on this later in regards to like, the overall feel about shit. But mm -hmm. I. This card would be insanely disappointing to open if I was a new player. Yeah. This card is going to be disappointing to open as myself, even though I want a playset of it, because I'm not going to be excited by it. This, I don't know. I, I just don't like that it feels like they just like drew two abilities out of a hat and stapled them onto a card. Yeah, it's kind of like um, the orb. I don't remember what it's called from Dominaria. Oh, uh, Damping Sphere, actually. Yeah, not Damping. Damping Sphere. Like, it's just like weird... <laughs> things on it and i don't get why but at least that was an uncommon not a rare so it's like sure whatever it's garbage in draft but who cares yeah. like this is i mean in that card at least um uh i feel like that one made a little more let me just make sure like i mean that one at least has a small amount of thematic tie-in like slightly more than this it still feels pretty like that smash two things together and see what the hell happens. Yeah, plus it also is somewhat justifiable and standard because of the flip lands from yep. um, Ixalan, which can tap for multiple yep. amounts of mana. So it actually kind yep. of fits in that regard, and it's kind of cool. This card's just kind of like... Like, what's this do doing? Do they really, really hate tokens? Like, is if you think about it, we have Chain Wheeler, we have this... We have the black horse that gives negative one to negative one to all creatures your opponent controls. Like, are they completely terrified of, like, goblins taking over the format? So they got to print all these hate cards now? Maybe. Like, like, I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. I mean, this on. could be the card that just does it for goblins, too. Like, kills it? Or... <laughs> yeah, like, it like makes it not be Yeah, like, I just... There's just so much here, and I'm just not sure about what exactly I don't know like I'm sure something wonky is going to happen in the format I'm going to be super happy this card exists but I don't know man it's just weird the arts yeah, fine I'm... I guess okay so next next category all right so what is the card as you were going through the set? You had to read it multiple times before you understood what the heck was going on. <laughs> so I'll go first. Um, I picked Sarkin's Unsealing. Have fun with this one. Uh, it is. It's three in a red for an enchantment at rare. Uh, whenever you cast a creature spell with power four, five, or six, Sarkin's Unsealing deals four damage to any target. Whenever you cast a creature spell with power seven or greater, Sarkin's Unsealing deals four damage to each opponent and each creature that in Planeswalker they control. Like that's a lot of goddamn numbers. There's a like there's just so many goddamn numbers. Like it, the card makes sense, but like I I went through and like partly through I think I had a stroke <laughs> or something after reading so many numbers, and I'm just like okay, so what's like I had to read it multiple times, and I'm like okay, this makes sense, but it's like Jesus Christ, like it it was just I don't know. I just had a I just had to read this card like six times to be unimpressed, like. <laughs> yeah, like the card's probably cool and limited, right? Right? Sure. Like it's a four mana do nothing. I mean, how many four? How many four power? Four plus power cards do you play? In well, your if deck? you notice, there's Dragon Tribal. Okay. So, like, if you draft like a bunch of volcanic dragons, 
Okay. Be like you're a volcanic. You can take an entire turn off to play this card that literally does yep. nothing. And then your opponent kills yep. you. Cool. Sounds sounds like a great Plus, card. You can also play your 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 Onake Ogre. That's that's a thing. And um thing. Inferno Hellion. Oh, your Havoc Devils, four three trample for four. Yeah. Siege Breaker Giant. Fire Elemental? Yeah. Pretty... We got there. We, we've done <laughs> We made Fire Elemental there. playable. And it curves perfectly. Four into five. It's it's perfect. There we go. I mean, it, it turns all of your big things into FTK, which is relevant, I guess. Like, I, I don't know if I want to take a whole turn no, off to do that. There's exceptionally little that triggers the seven or more power nuke everything. Yeah, there is literally Inferno Hellion in red, at least. I haven't like looked at green. There's like the five, the green, 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 green card in, in green, I guess. <laughs> must be must be a modern plant. Um, <laughs> oh, but yes, our yeah. twins. All right. There's two. So three. There's three cards that block tri- uh, worm. There's four cards. Alright, we, we got a deck here. We, we got this. Yeah, okay. Alright. <laughs> so that's that's just my card. I just like was like, I don't know. It just made me go, what the hell so many times. Like <laughs> if I ever see that card too, I'm literally gonna have to pick it up and read it every single time. Just to double check. Alright, this does what, when, why, how? <laughs> yeah, what, when, why, and how. It's a power, is it converted mana cost? Is it you know, like, uh, I know I will make that mistake. I thought it was covered in mana cost. Like, I had to reread it. Oh, right, it. I know. I'm like, yeah. eh? I'm sorry, what? So, stellar, stellar design, guys. Yeah. Exceptional. <laughs> Good job. I want right. to talk to the designer what do you that card. Be like, so why? Why? All right, mine... I didn't have to reread it because it was complicated, but there's just a lot of words on this card. Yeah, there's lots of small text on it. Like, damn, the words, yep. yo. Uh, this is Vevictus Asmati, the Dyer. For three colorless. So, oh, sorry. So, so did you did you read the fun piece of trivia about that no, card? No, I did not. So it's the it's um aside from Bolas, it's the uh, Elder Dragon with both its names. I because. Actually... I thought Palladium Moor was the full name. Oh, maybe maybe that is. But um, uh, they were actually originally the card was just uh, Vivictus the Dire. But I guess when it was translated into Japanese, the original Vivictus Osmati was translated into Japanese. Vivictus was translated as a title. <laughs> oh, so so you would have title the title, <laughs> which doesn't make sense in that in Japanese. So they actually had to change it to put both names in there so that they could translate it properly to be consistent. Huh. I'm fine with that. I know. It, 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 I just read, uh, somebody posted that. I can't remember what, who it was. Oh, yeah, but because um, uh, um, Ar- Arcadis actually confused me because as far as I can tell, Arcadis is the only one that doesn't have their full name. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Like they were going to, uh, yeah, they were going to um, uh, not put it on him. Uh, yeah, I was about to eat yeah, it, it's so. like, but, but continue. Sorry, yeah, it's like Arcadis <laughs> Sabath or something is its full name. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Vivictus Asmati, settle in. We got a while. All right. <laughs> Three colorless, black, red, green for a six-six flying legendary creature, Elder Dragon. <laughs> flying. When Vivictus, whenever Vivictus Asmati, the Dire attacks for each player. Choose target permanent that a player controls. Those players sacrifice those permanents. Each player who sacrifices a permanent this way reveals the top card of their library, then puts it onto the battlefield if it's a permanent card. I did have to reread this once. You don't draw the card if it's not a permanent. It just yeah, it just stays there. Stays there. there. Uh, it, this is not a may. This is yep. a must. I, that, I I had to read it a couple times to get that. It. And it does target, which is whatever. So yeah. this is not a may. You have to nuke a permanence. Yep. Which means everybody has to nuke yes. a permanent. Well, yeah, and you choose what it is. But if your opponent yep. like somehow 
Armageddon's you, and this is the only permanent you have in play, it yep. kills itself. <laughs> right? Yep. Super random, but it's there. <laughs> uh huh. Like this card, like. I'm a big fan of all the Elder Dragons in this set. They're super flavorful. They're sweet. They're all of their art is just bonkers. Like, god damn. But this card, I had to sit for a second, like, and reread it. And like, you're like, huh? Okay. So- I mean, just to get all the implications of it too is one of the pieces because you're like, you're, you're like reading through it. And you're like, okay. You're like, you're like, I get what it does. It basically, you know. Blow up a permanent, flip over the top card. If it's a permanent, goes in. Okay. Is it each player? Oh, okay, yeah. So it's everybody, including yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, it's not a may. Like, you're picking all these little pieces apart as you go through with it. Like, it's just, jeez. You're like, all right. Sure. Deal. <laughs> like, yep. the card's sweet. Like, but. Oh, yeah. The card's cool as hell. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Alright. Let's, All right. let's move on from the confusion of Evictus has Madi. Okay. Alright. We're we're coming in with the last few things here. So, John, big ticket cards. Oh boy. So I put this first one. I don't know if we want to save that for last or not. <laughs> I I think we should we just get it over with. Alright, let's let's just talk about I it. I am worried. A lot. <laughs> to the point of I said something that I never thought I would ever say. And that's they might have to ban a card from standard. Really? Because goddamn. <laughs> the newest buy a box promo literally goes infinite with itself. It is five colorless, blue, blue. Take an extra turn after this one. If Nexus of Fates would be put into your graveyard from anywhere, put it on the bottom of your library. (laughs) That is freakishly powerful. This card is a win con in and of itself. You can. I, I mean, if you think, I mean, I'm guess it's one of those things. I'm guessing where it's like, if you thought the Sanguine Sacrament decks on Arena were bad, like, <laughs> yeah, like this card is worse and for worse reasons. Like, uh huh. You can ultimate your Teferi and nuke your opponent's board, and your only win con is either shuffling back into fairies or discarding Nexus of Fate to hand size and putting it on the bottom of your library. Like, you can just hard lock your opponent with this card. It costs seven yeah. mana, which is ridiculously expensive, and there's so many ways of disrupting it. But. But. But it has potential to be broken, and it worries me as a result. Mm-hmm. I Also, the fact that it's a buy a box only is going to be interesting. Yeah, like, that is insane. Like, the the... Dominaria buy a box promo is a $20 card. It sees yeah. no play outside of Commander. Absolutely zero. If this card sees play, it, like, mind you, these buy a box promos are only available at local game stores. This yep. card could be 40 50 80 something ridiculous just due to its limited availability. Yeah. Where they might straight up ban it for that reason. Like, because there's just not a large enough supply. Yeah. And it only comes in foil, which is its own issue for curling purposes. Yeah. Well, they have the new tournament rules. Yeah, which thankfully, but still, like, god damn it. I'm... (laughs) I hope it's not broken. I'm worried. We'll have to see, but I don't know. I I had to throw it on there just because I was like, oh man, I just don't know. Yeah. Like, 
with with it being a buy box and stuff like I I don't know. Like I I, I yeah, I think that was a bad idea on their part honestly. Like this but. was almost eligible for like biggest miss <laughs> or biggest punt. Yeah. I don't know. I really hope it isn't broken. We'll find out. Yeah, the hard way. Yeah. Okay. What what other things that are we looking at here? Uh, we have five brand new planeswalkers. That's a lot of we... planeswalkers. Yep. Uh, I guess we'll start at the top. Uh, Ajani, Adversary of Tyrants. Two colorless, white, white for a legendary planeswalker. Ajani comes in with four loyalty with a plus one. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each of up to two target creatures. Sure. Minus two, return target creature card Creature card with Corrida Mana cost two or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. That's possibly good. Like, mm-hmm. I like the thought of buying back my Glensleeve Siphoners. I already do yep. that a lot, so... <laughs> uh, negative seven, you get an emblem with at the beginning of your end step. Create three one one white cat creature tokens with lifelink. Doesn't match up exceptionally well against uh, Chain Whirler. But it has potential. Yeah, you know. I like this card as a whole. Like I think it's nifty. Mm-hmm. It's alright. Uh, our blue planeswalker is less exciting, sadly. Uh, Tezzeret <laughs> Artifice Master. Three colorless blue blue for a five loyalty legendary planeswalker Tezzeret. Plus one, create a one one colorless thopter artifact token with flying creature token, sorry. Zero. Yep. Draw a card. If you troll three or more artifacts, draw two cards instead. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. That's value. So it protects itself and it gives you card advantage. Those are both relevant. Negative nine. You get an emblem with at the beginning of your end step. Search your library for a permanent card. Put it onto the battlefield and then shuffle your library. <laughs> uh. This card is too expensive and too slow to be broken, yep. but I like that ultimate. That's a Oh yeah, ultimate. Like, that is maximum spice. That, is, that can do some sweet shit. So, mm-hmm. uh, next up we have a zombie McZomberson from Zombieville, also known as Liliana, <laughs> untouched by death. Uh, if if you want to talk deeper about any of these, just let me know. No, no, I, I think we'll just basically hit them. They're planeswalkers. Right. Uh, two colors, black, black for a four loyalty. Legendary Planeswalker Liliana, plus one. Put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard. If at least one of them is a zombie card, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. So, sure. Negative two. Target creature gets negative X, negative X to land return, where X is the number of zombies you control. Okay. And negative three. You'll notice she starts at four. This is her ultimate. You may cast zombie cards from your graveyard this turn. So all of her abilities are use, usable the first turn she comes into play, which is yeah. very interesting. None of her abilities... This is this is an interesting card. Yes. None of her abilities are like overtly, holy crap, that's powerful. They're all just yeah. value, which yeah. is real interesting. Um, for red, we have another Sarkon. Sarkon Fireblood. Colorless red red for a three loyalty planeswalker. So three mana planeswalker. Normally very, very broken. Yep. Uh, plus one. You may discard a card. If you do, draw a card. Alright. Okay. Plus one. Add two mana in any combination of colors. Spend this mana to only to cast dragon spells. Sure. You're casting a sure. six drop dragon on turn four. That's pretty good. Negative yeah. seven. Create four five five red dragon creature tokens with flying. <laughs> now that uh, is an ultimate that wins the game. <laughs> that, uh, yep. <laughs> I I honestly think he might be a role player, just because like his filtering is relevant, his mana production's probably not doesn't matter at all. But Glorybringer is a very very played card, so. Who knows? And that ultimate does win the game, which I think is relevant. It does take forever yeah. to get to that point, but... I mean, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, he's a three-mana Planeswalker. What more do you expect? Yep. 
Then green, which is uh, a new planeswalker we've never seen before. Her name is yeah. Vivian Reed. Three colors, green, green, for a five loyalty legendary planeswalker, Vivian. Plus one, look at the top four cards for your library. You may reveal a creature or land card from among them and put it onto, into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Uh, negative three, destroy target artifact, enchantment, or creature with flying. And negative eight, you get an emblem with creatures you control. Get plus two, plus two, and have vigilance, trample, and indestructible. I've had, I've had at least three people say as soon as they read that card, they're like, wow, this is the most boring Planeswalker ever made. It is insanely boring, but she actually might be good in a standard environment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Glorybringer is a thing. Uh, Rekindling Phoenix, you'd need a little bit more help, but is a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Lyra, or the other angels that I was talking about, yep. those are very much a thing. Her ultimate's kind of whatever, but it's, you know, it is powerful. Instructable is a powerful thing. And her plus one is card advantage. And the odds are, if you're playing a green-based deck, those are what you want to hit anyways. So, Oh, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, five Planeswalkers. None of them are, like, freakishly powerful, but that's kind of par for the course when it comes to core sets. You mm -hmm. know, the Origins Planeswalkers were pushed because they were complicated to get out. And play, yeah. So. <sighs> yeah, five planeswalkers. Any any opinion on them overall, or they're planeswalkers? Right. Uh, otherwise, I think we're talking about are probably the other elder dragons we haven't touched on yet. Okay, I mean, all of them are going to be good, right? Uh, I think so. I think they're all at least sweet. Yeah. Well. Um. So there's Arcadus, the strategist. Colorless green, white, blue for a 3-5 Flying Vigilance. Whenever a creature with Defender enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. Each creature you control with Defender assigns its combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its, oh, than its power, and it can attack as though it didn't have Defender. This card is an EDH card through and through. Oh yeah, 100%. Hands down. The, only, the, the saddest thing is, is that it doesn't have red color identity in it, so you can't play Vent Sentinel. <laughs> yep, but cards, cards are right. It's cool. But yep. whatever. Uh, another one we didn't talk about was Palladia Moors, the Ruiner. Three colorless red, green, white for a 6 6 flying vigilance trample. And Palladia Moors, the Ruiner, has hexproof if it hasn't dealt damage yet. That is an interesting line of text. That is a very interesting line of text. And I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with like, it too. You're guaranteed to nug them for some amount, right? Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Or as, as guaranteed as you can be guaranteed, I yeah. guess. But I think that's it. Yeah, that's fine. And then, last but not least, the art <laughs> that is on the brand new, shiny, very, very soft playmat that I just won. <laughs> Nicol Bolas, the Ravager. Colorless, blue, black, red for a 4-4 flying legendary creature Elder Dragon. When Nicol Bolas the Ravager enters the battlefield, each opponent discards a card. How do you feel about just those abilities? You have an opinion? Eh, sure. Chapin thinks that this card is playable just with those stats alone. Really? Yes. He thinks this card is bonkers. I'm going to trust him. He's also like the Grixis master of the universe, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then you can pay four colorless, blue, black, red. Exile Nicol Bolas the Ravager. Then return him to the battlefield, transformed under his owner's control. Activate this ability only any time you could cast a sorcery. Thank God. <laughs> he transforms into Nicol Bolas the Arisen. Seven freaking loyalty. Plus two. Draw two cards. Sign me up. Done. Negative three. Nickel Bolas, the Arisen, deals ten damage to target creature or planeswalker. So minus three, destroy target creature or planeswalker. Yes. Minus four. Put target creature or planeswalker card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. A graveyard. Yes. <laughs> and at minus twelve, because he does not mess around. Exile all but the bottom card of target player's library. Uh, you want to know the combo that Chapin came up with this? 
What? You target yourself with his ultimate, and then you keep recasting your Nexus of Fate over and over and over again. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe that was Flores who thought of that, but still. God damn it. <laughs> I, I just had to point that out. That's spicy. Uh... I like spicy. Alright. 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 That's that's all the big ticket sweet shit, so. Alright, do you think I'm uh, any of the Crucible or Escape Shift or anything like that, the big reprints are going to be? Uh, or do you think they'll drop enough to where it doesn't matter? I think they will drop, but not insanely much. I would be surprised if Escape Shifts and Crucible didn't drop to like 20 and 30s, respectively. Okay. We'll see exactly cool. what, but it's a core set. It's going to be open to a shit ton. Yep. And But they are mythics, so, you know. Yep. All right. John. Yes. Favorite card. Best Flame Tongue Kavu ever printed. Fight me. <laughs> it's not actually. But I'm going to say it is because reasons. Because it says Goblin on it. It says Goblin on it. Volley Veteran. Three colors red for a 4-2. When Volley Veteran enters the battlefield, it deals damage to target creature and opponent controls equal to the number of goblins you control. I like this card because it's Goblin Flame Tug Kavu. It has it is alright art. It's not exceptional. I love yep. the flavor text. Fill the sky with stuff. <laughs> which is the most goblin thing ever and i'm pretty yeah. sure he's about to die because that arrow is totally gonna hit him in the back <laughs> oh yeah it's, but it's he's a goblin a, he's a goblin of course he's gonna die <laughs> he's making the mistake of leading from the front <laughs> uh, uh, i don't know i i like this card i think it might be capable of seeing play of goblins as a real deck and it's literally flame tongue kabu fight me <laughs> I will not. Okay. So. You appear, I have, so, you'd appear to have a caveat on yours. All right. So I have I have a card that I really, really enjoy from the set. But my favorite card is actually from the Planeswalker decks. <laughs> yup. And that is Silverbeat Griffin. It is a 2-2 flying griffin for white-white. The yep. best Griffin printed. Like this is just straight up better than Fight me. Hatchling, right? <laughs> yeah, because it has because it has flying naturally. I think All it's right. just straight up better. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, because Hatchling do only gets flying. It doesn't, it does, yeah, it doesn't flying. actually get buffed power wise on that yeah. either. So, like, like Hatchling is super relevant too because it's a two mana Griffin that you can go turn two Hatchling, turn three, um, or or you can. And then you you can act uh, turn on your uh, Griffin guy or not Griffin, Griffin guy Griffin Rider yeah yeah and the only better combo is to go turn two Griffin Rider hope it doesn't die turn three uh, Wild Griffin I like Wild Griffin better than Griffin Sentinel all right that's fair <laughs> but this I I love that this card exists I need a full set of them actually I need five of them oh yeah. <laughs> well, I already told you, you can have however many I happen to open. Yep. But... And I'll have to buy an extra one. But... <laughs> Too bad they don't show up in the set. So, the card that I... So, I'm just going to say, I think I like reading this card more than I like will like playing it. But I think my favorite card in the set that I read and I just go, huh, I like this. I think maybe I will enjoy playing it. Uh, I suppose it's basically just like Terminate. Um... Is that is dwindle? Dwindle? Yes. Shit, you have to shit, read it, don't you? I do. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I know the art. I have no idea what it does. Enchant creature. Enchant so, creature gets negative six, negative zero. When enchanted creature blocks, destroy us. I, I, I don't know. I love the effect of this card. I, I probably play it because it's just removal. Like, mm -hmm. for the most part, they it's, get a, they get a block in there. It's like actual but, blue removal. That's kind of like, terrifying. Yeah, it's like 
I think it's a legit card. It's cool. I love the art. I love the effect. I think it's sweet. I don't know. I just really enjoy that card. It, ain't, it isn't Silverbeak Griffin, but I'll take it. Is that a cat or a dog? I think it's a dog. That's what I thought. Alright. Okay. Destroy it. Blue destroy right. effect. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So, opinion on the overall feel of the set. So I'll just start off with my really quick little thing. So I don't think we have had like this much of a shakeup in a core set since M10 and when they redefined the entire core set. Like, like this is kind of the culmination of everything that they learned from that experience and like origins and everything to create a really cohesive resonance set is what it looks like. Yeah, like there's... This is more than just a bunch of random cards thrown into it like M15 was. Yep. Like, this is an honest-to-God, there is a story behind this core set. Yep. And like, it, feel, it feels very much like Origins in a lot of ways, but without the complexity and baggage that Origins had. Yeah. Like, Origins, honestly, was a core set, but it was actually much closer to a, a normal, like, block set, I feel like, in a lot of ways than... Than, than it was to a core set. Yeah, I feel like that's probably just like a design strategy yeah. or whatever that they're doing at this point, right? Because like, this does almost feel like a block, kind of, but not yeah, really. It, I think this one leans more towards the core set feel, which I like. Yeah, like there's... like, like, like they, they're, they're injecting story into it. I like that, I like as I said, I like that they're leaving out a returning mechanic, kind of. Like... I think it's going to create some really nice meat and potatoes magic. And I think it'll like the set looks cohesive and fun while still being simple. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. So, yep. I just, sorry. I just had like a random thought of like, I wonder how many defenders are in this set. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like trying I to, because there's a few defender matters cards. Yeah. What, so what, what is your thought? So, the initial thing that I thought when I saw this set was there is a lot of Bolas. Like, yep. all of the Elder Dragons are technically a reference to Bolas's backstory. Ajani, everything about him references Bolas in some way. There's yeah. like there's a Black Enchantment that references, or there's Black Sorcery that like each player discards half their hands, sacrifices yeah. half their creatures, and all that shit. That's you know, referencing him. There's a red sorcery that references him. Like, there's I mean, a they said lot. It's kind of about his origin. Yeah, like this is like Magic Origins Bolas edition. Yeah, and I'm a fan of that. Like I said, like yeah. Bolas is no Yogmoth, but he's the closest thing we're gonna get while still having people allowed to live in the multiverse. Right. <laughs> and like, I'm fine with that. Like, Bolas is an actual interesting character. So yeah. I'm a big fan of that i love like i said i like you know just like i you know i said earlier as fletcher said it i like that there's no like super weird returning mechanic it's just a lot of just generic you know evaluating these cards on a personal level which i like yep you know there are, does appear to be synergy based th like decks but you know raw power also can get there so like there's something for everyone which i like so yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. One I'm thing... really sad that I'm going to be missing the pre-release for this. So am I. I was. I didn't even like know that until you mentioned it. Like, oh, that is actually unfortunate. But yeah. But, you know. What do so you do? it goes. But um, what do you do? One thing I wanted to mention. This is a, this kind of ties into the talk about the amulet, where a lot of people were complaining how this car is just like it's you know, boring to open. It's like really heavy handed. It's signing yada, yada, yada. A lot of people were complaining about the lack of corsets because they couldn't print cards like pithing needle. Uh -huh. And while I also don't like amulet, I see very little difference between printing a card like pithing needle and printing that <laughs> amulet. Fair enough. I just like, I'm not going back on what I said. I still stick with everything I said. Yep. But I do think that people need to make up their goddamn minds and stop bitching. Okay. 
I'm also not someone who said, man, we like, why don't we have Pithing Needle? You guys are terrible for not printing it. I just didn't care. Like, yeah, I make do with the tools I have available to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's just that's what I do. So I just wanted to mention that. So people need to shut up. Word. Moral of the story. All right. Well, John, we did it. Yay! I don't know how Limited Resources does a five-hour one of these. <laughs> I feel like I probably could go for five hours, if I'm completely honest with you. Oh, uh, God. I'm, I'm, like, dying right now, man. <laughs> like, like, I kept looking at the clock, and I'm like, man, we are flying through this still. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but It just shows... Uh, how much we can fill air if we really, really like have something. Air. If we really have something that we want to talk about, we can talk for hours about it. Apparently, okay. So well, maybe next time we'll start before midnight. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send us an email at thelocometa at gmail uh, You can catch us on Twitter at thelocometapc. My stream is uh, be, uh, twitch.tv slash llamas. John, you got anything else? Uh, no. Sweet. Alright, I think we'll catch you next time. See ya.